Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas. Yoradeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Nida, Halacha Beis. We're in the middle of paragraph Vav. We're up to the words, V'afalpi Shezeh Hadveikus Yokramoid. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas Shloimoi Tanya Ben Rivka, whose Yorzeit is today on the 19th of Teves, and also for a complete refuah Shalema for all those that need it including Chaviva Chana Vazgalia, Michoel Yaakov Ben Idis, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Gershon Chana Echenev Ben Rochel, Ruven Chaim Ben Chana Elka, Chana Brocha Bas Perel, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Yaakov Yahushua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomo Nisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Soragitl Bas Chana Riva, Gitgen Engel Bas Sipoira, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Yerachmiel Yisrael Doiv ben Frumet Nechama, Yosef ben Mazal, Elio Yeshua ben Rochel, David Leib ben Shena, Avigail Brocha ba Shira Dvoira, Shira Dvoira ba Smeriam, Baruch Mordechai ben Tali, Yehuda ben Saramaya, Chaim Arye ben Brocha, Eitanuel ben Edna, Tuvi Tzvi ben Chaya Aliza, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael, Yehoshua Ruvain ben Chan Esther, in the previous year, we spoke about dveikus, and Rav Nosanzal went into detail explaining how dveikus referred especially to the connection between emuna and das. Now he continues and clarifies, Even though this dveikus that we described in the previous year is very precious, it's impossible for a Jew to always be in that state. It's impossible that the emuna should be receiving from the das constantly, all the time. As Rabbi Nezal explains in chapter 15 in Likut Imran, that this halacha is based on chapter 16 in Likut Imran, that there are these klipos of Esav and Yishmoel that cover the eyes. And, and we have to be aware of that, and we have to know how to deal with that. We have to know that because of that, there are times that we have to take a break. Like the Gemara says, Pa'omim bitula shel zui kiyuma. So Rav Nosanzal says, because if we don't, then these forces of Esav and Yishmoel can become stronger. These are the klipos that are the result of the tome of the snake, the original snake. Because that, that's the reason. We need to know that if we don't, Realize that we have to take a break at certain times, then chas v'shom, it could result in a hisgabrus of the klipos. The klipos can become stronger and try to destroy a person. And now Rav Nosan Zal is going to explain. Ki because whenever we need to accomplish a holy union, like in the example here of das and emunah, shehu b'chines dveikus kanal, which we said another term for that is dveikus. Devek means glue that attaches two things together. We have to awaken, we have to activate that original tzimtzum. We explained when Hashem created the world. In order to create, He had to provide a vacant space, a choboloponui. And in order for there to be a vacant space, Hashem had to constrict Himself so to any time that we want a yichud to take place, it requires a tzimtzum first. Shemishom hamshochas tipe hadas hakodosh, and it's from that tzimtzum that results in the ability to be able to draw droplets of das legalois hasodas elakusiyis boruch to be able to reveal understanding of Hashem. Because 
because it's impossible to bring any new das into the world without going through that step as in the beginning of creation, this tzimtzum, this creating this vacant space. And although the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that originally when, Afro, when Hashem first started the process of creation and he, put, he attempted to put his light into vessels, those vessels shattered. And as a result, the lights that were in those vessels flew back up. They went back up so that they shouldn't be among these shattered vessels and everything. And that tzimtzum was destroyed. Kalim are a form of tzimtzum. The tzimtzum was null, was null and void. It was not destroyed completely. That symptom wasn't eliminated completely. Because some imprint of it remained. Kayodua, as is known throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah. Vialkain, and therefore, Bechol Eis Shetzrichen just like then, what was the purpose of the whole thing? To reveal Hashem. So too now, any time that we want to reveal Hashem, how? By bringing new das into, into our emuna, by combining these two. This is also an example of a union, a mating, as we discussed previously. We have to activate that first tzimtzum, that first step of tzimtzum. And this is why the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that as a result of these Shivrei Kalim, one of our missions is to sort out the goodness, the light, the holiness, the holy sparks that are within those broken vessels. Because by doing that, by us searching for and repairing those holy sparks that are found within those broken vessels, that's what helps us activate and renew that original tzimtzum. Because by us being involved in this process of repairing those broken vessels, by doing that, we, if we're successful, those kalim azoichet to rise up to their original place, they are rooted in that original tzimtzum. And because of the fact that to these shattered vessels, the sitrachra and the klipois have attached themselves to, them, to that in a big way, because that's their thing. Their thing is broken vessels. Just like Rav Zal explains when he speaks about achila, birchas aperos, that when fruit rots, that's when bugs and ants are drawn to it. Because they're drawn to spoiled things. They're drawn to broken things. Therefore, a person has to be very, very strong and powerful. A person who wants to engage in this activity of people who want to get involved in making Yehudim of Hashem's names and being mezavek the different midos of Hashem. In order that denial of Hashem, which is another word for klipos, the klipos are called elokim acherim, idols, which is another word for denial of Hashem, and they attach themselves to these broken vessels. And if a person is going to engage in a serious way in trying to repair these broken vessels, they're going to try to attach themselves to that person. 
והם הם בחינס האנונים דמכסין עליימן. And they are these clouds that Rabbein Azal refers to over there in Likut Imran that cover the eyes of a person. The eyes are always a concept of das, seichel. Vatipokachna einei shneim. It says by Odom and Chava. They ate from the Eitz Hadas and their eyes were opened. My eyes were opened means I understand something. I learned something new. V'yalkein tzrichen lishmor mehem mo'i. And that's why we have to be extremely careful regarding these klipos, these forces of tumah. And even a person who is very strong spiritually, and he knows how to watch out, how to protect himself from these forces of tumah, still, even that person, it's impossible for the person to be dovuk to Hashem 24-7 on a very high level of dveikus. We're not talking about forgetting Hashem here. We're not talking about chas going against shivisi Hashem negdi samed. We're talking here about dveikus, which means a very, very high level, deep connection of, of, and a combination of das and emuna. Because if the person tries to do that, then these klipas, these clouds that cover the eyes, will rise up to really crush the person. Shehem hakfiros, which are these forces of denial of Hashem. These are those tumas that are attached to those broken vessels. Sheoisken levareroisam which we are involved in repairing and refining by engaging in this dveikus and yichud. See here again, Rav Nosanzal is telling us to, to summarize that our, our, our mission is dveikus, our mission is being meyache das emuna, our mission is constantly trying to increase our emuna and increase our das. And even just like a person who wants to improve their body, their physical health, their mission is to do exercise and more exercise and more exercise. But if the person does too much exercise, it's going to set them back. They can put themselves in a hospital or they can charlie horse themselves where now they're going to have to wait two, three days for everything to reset itself in order to be able to start again. There's always this concept of too little, just right and too much. And too much can be just as harmful or sometimes more harmful than too little. This term, tzimtzum means a removal of light, where Hashem removed his light. So tzimtzum by us is going to sleep, closing one's eyes, going to sleep, or taking any kind of a break from das, or mili dishtusa, these are all forms of tzimtzum, of, of lack of major light. Eating, eating all the avoidus chitsonius compared to pnimius. The term pnimius is, is and Rabbein speaks about this in a chapter in Likut Imran, in Torah Chav, Chav Zion, I believe, where Rabbein speaks about the concept of dveikus, and taking a break from dveikus, and he says there, for some people, taking a break from dveikus is sleeping. For some people, their sleep is learning Gemara, learning Pashteyoy Raisa, learning Pshat. For them, Pshat is a form of sleep compared to intense, deep learning, compared to Iyun, or learning higher, higher types of Limud, Kabbalah, those kind of things. I have a question, Rav. Please. Um, like, so um, when we're saying the broken vessels, are we saying certain aspects of ourselves? Could also be that. It could also be that. And so, what what is he referring to when he's when when he says broken vessels? He's referring to the fact that when Hashem first created the world, we said we were to- told that Hashem attempted to put his light into his vessels and those vessels shattered. That was the first phase of broken vessels. 
The second phase was when Adam and Chave ate from the Eitz Hadas. They tried to engage in a Das that was way above, that was out of reach for them. And that again caused a shattering of vessels. So it's, it's certain life situations that can also have broken vessels. Yes. We cannot, and we might not even be aware of it. Definitely, correct. And then you said the Sitra Akra attaches itself to those broken vessels. Correct. Right? How, how do we, like, with, if, if we notice that the Sitra Akra is on a certain broken vessel, how do we fight it? Mitzvahs and Meisen doing good deeds. Torah, Tefillah, Mitzvahs, coming close to Tzadikim, all of those things, that's our battle. And then one more question. When you said we need to be careful, right, when we get deeper with the Shem trying to fix the broken vessels, that was the, uh, the example you gave if we did too much exercise, right? Don't do too much, just enough, take breaks, try to do what you can. Correct. But don't drive yourself crazy about it. Exactly. And practical ways to do that, would, I would assume, would be Torah mitzvah. Torah and mitzvah is, is, is the good part. And sometimes a person has to take a break, even from Torah, even from Torah, to eat, to sleep, <clears throat> to, to, to speak to one's wife. You know, different, different times that a person has to take that, that break from that deep dvekus. And that's, and that's fighting the sitra that's fighting the other side, even through the break. Definitely. Thank you, Rabbi. A question in the chat that Rabbi Nezal here is describing how tzaddikim are involved in these be- refining these holy sparks. How do we ordinary humans, practically spoken, achieve dvekus on our level? And according to, <clears throat> to Rabbi Nezal, this combination of das and emunah the answer is, on our level, by doing things that strengthen our emuna, such as prayer, <clears throat> such as going to Eretz Yisrael, such as coming close to true tzaddikim, those are things that strengthen our emuna. And das is by, by learning Torah. Learning Torah, <clears throat> and again, listening to the words of tzaddikim, and learning from everything around us, and from, from everyone around us. That's how we are engaging in repairing these broken vessels by, by the things that I'm speaking about. It doesn't mean <clears throat> we have to physically see vessels and, and re- It means that through our mitzvahs and toivim, through our Torah and tefillah, and by coming to the tzaddik, we empower the tzaddik. We help the tzaddik himself. The tzaddik on his own has a certain power, when people come to him, he becomes even stronger. His power becomes greater in doing what he needs to do. By one more question: by taking by taking breaks, right? Can that even mean that someone takes a break from their oblig? A man takes a break from their obligation of learning Torah in the morning and the evening. The answer is in certain instances. In certain instances where it's necessary, a person chas v'sham lo is sick, very sick. <clears throat> and they need tremendous rest. They need major, major rest. And the person has to sleep for hours much more than they would normally. And the person says, I feel terrible. I'm committing a sin here now of bitl Torah. The answer is, <clears throat> that's a healthy bitl when the person really, really needs it to get their body back to a, a reasonable level of good health. If a person... Uh, but, but, if a person... Let's, we, let's continue. <clears throat> Let's continue. Paragraph Zayin. V'zeh bechinas isur nida. And all of this is tied into the law about a woman when she's going through her period of nida, flow of blood, how forbidden she becomes to her husband. How her husband is not allowed to approach her at that time. Ki afilu bezivu because even in a holy union, as we spoke about previously, a spiritual union between Emun and Das, and even in a holy union when we're bringing together Chesed and Gvur, those kind of things, we said we have to be very careful 
regarding these forces of Tumah that exist and that are empowered by Shvira Sakelin. Mikolshkein. If that, ex- if that problem exists within the spiritual world, how much more so it's a, real, a reality when it comes to physical union between man and woman, bezivug hagashmi. Kiaf al zivug shel Yisroel, yokor mo'id, because even though Jewish men and women getting married and conducting themselves according to the Torah in all the laws of marriage, and joining together to bring children into the world. Holy Jewish souls are, are, are born through this. It's the first mitzvah in the Torah. And the Zohar Kodesh tells us that when there's a kosher, holy union down below here on earth, it generates a union above in heaven. And a person who is zoichet to conduct themselves properly according to all the laws of the Torah in the union between husband and wife, the Zohar Kodesh tells us that this causes a union between Hashem and the Shekhinah. As the Gemara says in Soita, Ish ve'isha Shechina Shruya B'neim that a husband and wife when there's a proper, healthy showing between them, the Shekhinah rests with them. So this is all great, great, great. Afal Pikein, despite that, Afilu Even a person whose behavior between husband and wife is on the high, very high level of holiness, Osur Lihiyois Rogil The Gemara warns, boundaries, limits, limitations, not too frequently. As the Gemara says in Brachas and in several other places, that the, the, the rabbis and the Torah made certain takonos and Hashem created us in a certain way so that Jewish men shouldn't be constantly with their wives, too frequently. Because the Zohar HaKadosh says that activating this union between husband and wife comes from the left side. And we know the Sitra is located on the left side. That's where they draw their power from. Because just like when Hashem wanted to create it to wanted to create the world, there were several steps. Step one was a tzimtzum, the, the original tzimtzum of Cholalaponui. Step two is Levarer Birurin Mikalim Hanishborin. There was shattering of vessels, which requires repairing shattered vessels. <coughs> and extracting the good from there. And we're told when there's shattered vessels, the klipois attach themselves to that. This is why the Zohar Kodesh writes clearly, that the arousal, the arousal for men and women to join together <coughs> has to come to some degree from the Yetzir Hara. It's coming from that left side. And the Yetzir Hara, we know his place, his connection is broken vessels. So then what? This sounds like a dangerous thing and this sounds like a bad thing. However, <coughs> A Jew, through the tremendous power that a Jew has from learning Torah, from doing mitzvahs, from being close to tzaddikim, the Jew has the ability to conquer the Eitz <clears throat> and to turn everything into holiness. So that even though this is coming from the left side, and typically the left side, the sitrach was attached there, a Jew, by following all the mitzvahs of the Torah to the best of their ability, 
we have the ability to turn it all around into Kedusha. Avo, however, the Torah still says, Osur lihiyos rogil. There's a concept of too much, too much. Men shouldn't frequent too much their wives. And the Gemara says, especially Talmidei Chachamim, it says in several places that there were different takonas made so that Talmidei Chachamim shouldn't be too frequently with their wives. Why? So that those clouds, those klipos, Ace of Yishmoel, all the different forms of Tumah shouldn't become strong. Shehem haklipos. Because again, they're located on that left side. They're located in the same place. So it's a delicate operation. It's a delicate operation. We know, for example, when a, when a I remember as a child, a person gets a splinter in their finger, and they, it, it's deep enough that nobody, you need a doctor to take it out. What does the doctor do? They take a needle, they put it in the fire to sterilize it, to make sure it's completely sterile in those days. Today, everything is throwaway. Guy has 6,000 needles. You use what? Throw it away. Use an intravenous, throw it away. But in the olden days, when they, everything wasn't throwaway and they would reuse it, they had to sterilize it. They put it in the fire and sterilized it. Now, if they put it in the fire, he had to wait a few seconds. Because if he took it straight from the fire, put it in your finger, he'd burn off the flesh, the skin of your finger. So we see that when you're dealing with fire, you need the fire, and yet too much. You have to wait for it to cool off. Make up your mind. What are you doing here? You put it in the fire. That means it's got to be hot. And, and now you're waiting for it to cool off? Exactly. Exactly. I need the fire. This reg, everything regulatory. There's an issue of a certain precision. Getting it right. Not to the right. It's a narrow bridge. Lean a little too much to the right. You're off. Lean too much to the left, you're off. Chas v'shalom. V'chol v'eh tzrichen li'zoher v'lif roish afilu min ha'heter. What we've been speaking about till now, we're talking about two kosher, a kosher man, a kosher woman. She's not tomeh at the time at all. And still, we just explained how delicate it is and the dangers involved. And therefore... <coughs> To, to be sure to, to limit it properly. Whereas when a woman is experiencing damnido, a flow of blood, which is an aspect of the tumor of the original snake, where after Odom and Chava ate from the Yitzhadas, Hashem issued a curse to Chava, be'etzev teldibonim, that the process of producing children is going to put you into etzev. There's going to be an atzvus. Ze damnidois. And the Gemara says in Eruvin, that refers to damnida, the whole cycle, blood cycle, that a woman has, uh, goes through. Oz hazivug osur legamri. Then, for the husband and wife to be together is 100% forbidden. Because again, the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that this Dam Nidois comes from the shattered vessels. And we learned earlier that the Keli is the Emuna. So shattering of the Kalim means a shattering and a defective Emuna. Shehi klal kol hakelim, because we learned earlier that emuna is malchus, which is the keli of all kelim. Shenishbara, which now has been broken, venifgema, and damaged, ad shenasu kfirois veemunas kuzvius, to the point where it, it, it generates denial of Hashem, false beliefs, shehem bechinas damnidois which are also referred to as Dam Nida. We'll see if Rabbi Nelson Zal bring it here, Rabbi Nelson brings it in the Imran, different sources in the Torah, where it refers to Avoidah Zorah as Dam Nida. Vo'oz kishemesoyren ha-Dam Nidois. And therefore, when these Dam Nidois are, are initiated, are flowing, hainu ha-Kfirois v'hemunas kuzvius, they represent this denial of Hashem, false faiths, Oz hazivugosur, 
then it's forbidden for them to join together. Because when the emuna is shattered, when the emuna is defective, it's forbidden to pour das into it. Because not only will the das not improve the emuna, but just the opposite. The emuna and the seichel will become further damaged by trying to join together das with a damaged emuna by a husband and wife trying to be together when she's in this state of nida. Bibchinas, as the pasuk says, usehi nidasa olav, that if a man joins with his wife when she's nida then her nido will go on him. That tumor will go on to him. Paragraph Ches, Ki Be'emes, because the truth is, Bechol Zman Shemamshichen Seichel V'da'as L'toycho Emuna, whenever we are drawing Seichel and Das into our Emuna, Bozeh Mechayen U'mechasken Eswe Emuna, that's what gives life and strengthens the emuna. Ki iker emuna Because emuna draws its life force from seichel. As we see in chapter 1 in Likutei Maran, Rabbi Nezal speaks about the sun and the moon. The sun is seichel, chachma. The moon is emuna. No, no light of its own. And the moon receives all of its light from the sun. It receives its chius from the sun. This is what the Pasuk says in Hosea. Step one is that the Jewish nation <coughs> attaches out, we attach ourselves to Hashem with, only with emuna. Once the emuna is in place and it's proper, then Then we can put the das into the emuna. However, we cannot successfully draw the das into the emuna unless the emuna is pure and holy. She'oz yesh lo koyach lekabel oyer hadas. Then the emuna is capable of receiving that light of das. Ula hoilid ula galois laideizel hoilodois vizgalos kedoshos. And to produce and reveal new productions, new good things, to bring good, healthy children into the world. That's one form of this. But the moment that this damnidois is activated in the woman, in the the woman who is called Isha Yiras Hashem, she is the one who represents Emuna in this relationship. Now, Rav Nosanzal gives us another example of this. When a person is trying to have emuna, but unfortunately, they're confusing their emuna by studying philosophy and by starting to, to delve into questions and things that are denial of Hashem, then it's forbidden for that person to try to draw das into the emuna. Because when a person's in that state where their emuna is in a state of confusion, at that point, that person has to just drop everything and run away from das, run away from those philosophy books, run away from the questions. Not to try to use his intellect at that point at all whatsoever. And not to try to make this union, this connection between the Das and Emuna whatsoever. 
he shouldn't want to draw das, meaning lochavin ule tarets hakushyos vahakhakiros vahakfiros He shouldn't want to try to understand rationally and and answer those questions, those paradoxes, that denial of Hashem that's that's that has infested his brain. Because the moment a person starts feeling that these questions, the wrong type of questions about Hashem and, and different types of denial of Hashem start creeping into the person's mind, the person has to change the channel immediately and shift into a different gear, shift into emuna gear. And to be able to strengthen themselves, to, to encourage themselves with emuna, without understanding, without a das. Because when as a person is in that state of confusion, and they're going to want to try to understand, Oz yizgabru hakushyas the questions are going to become stronger. The denial of Hashem is going to become stronger. Shehem bechinas dam which are also referred to as this impure blood, al hasechel. It's going to overpower the person's intellect. Mebechinas, as the pasuk says, usehi nidoso olav. Her tuma will come on him. Remember, she is the emuna; he's the das. And when the emuna is defective and he tries to use the das, then usehini dasa love, that tuma is going to come on him. And the person's emuna and sechel are both going to get messed up. And the person will come to complete denial of Hashem. And this is why the Torah says that this is so strictly forbidden, this union between husband and wife when she's It is very, very severely forbidden. And this increases the, the Tuma, the powers of Tuma, tremendously. As the Zohar Kodesh says, in the beginning of Shmois, this week we're reading, we're starting a new Chumash. This week we're reading Parsha Shmois from the beginning. This is on page 3, Daf Gimel Amir Aleph in Shmois. The Zohar Kodesh says there, and note, this is the period of Shavavim, which starts during Shema, during, from Parsha Shmois, which is a period where there's additional focus on improving in the area of Tikkun Abris. The Zohar Kodesh says there, Tlas inun dedachion shchinto minalma. There are three sins that push the divine presence of Hashem out of the world. Ve'echot mehem hu isur nida. One of them is chas a husband and wife joining together while she is nida. The, the Zohar Kodesh says here, they cause the, the divine presence of Hashem, Hashem's residence, not to be in this world, to leave this world. People cry out to Hashem, and Hashem doesn't listen to them. These are the three. Number one, man benida, a person who violates this Isra of Nida, begin the less misavu takif bi'alma bar misavu denida. Because there is no tumor in the world that's as powerful as or more powerful than this tumor of Nida. Misavu denida kashami kol misavu alma. It's more powerful than any other type of tumor in the world. Ista'av ihu, the man who engages with a woman who's Tomei Nida, he becomes Tomei. And anyone who comes close to that person 
<coughs> becomes tame with them. Bechol asar da'azlin, wherever they go, is dachye shchintam in komaihu. They push away the shchina from, the, from their presence. Voloyoid, not only that, eladegorim marin bishnal garne. The person brings terrible sicknesses upon themselves. And on the children, that that person produces. Because as soon as a person, a man, approaches a woman who is nida to, to join with her, that tumor jumps on him, pounces on him. And it remains in all the parts of that person's body, in all the organs of that person's body. The children <coughs> that will result from that, they draw upon themselves that tumor. And throughout all the days, the person will be in this state of tumor. Because that child that was born, its whole foundation, its where it came from, <coughs> is this most powerful tumor in the world. Because the moment that a man approaches a woman who is nida, that tumor jumps onto the man. As the Pasuk says, Utehi nidosa olav. That that, that tumor will come upon him, will jump over to him. That's the first example. The second example is, Chas v'shom, a, a man who has relations with a non-Jewish woman. And the third one is, a person who Chas put the, these cases where they perform abortions. They kill a child that's, that's growing, that's developing in the womb of the mother, Rahman al-Islam. The Zohar HaKadosh continues to explain these. Note this is all in the beginning of Parsha Shmois, which is this period of time of Shavavim, where the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us this is a special time to be more focused in this area, to be trying to do tshuva in this area, to trying to be better in this area. Question in the chat, how does a person know if they have enough emuna? to study Torah, to receive Das, so it doesn't cause a Shvira Sakelin. It's a very hard balance. It sounds safer to work mainly on Emuna, only and a little on Das, on Torah study. <clears throat> the answer is here again, we need the Torah to <clears throat> the term halacha, the term halacha <clears throat> means to go. The halacha teaches us that gives us direction, shows us how to go. The Shulchan Aruch begins, you wake up in the morning. What's the first step? Emuna. Even before you wash your hands. Step one is to pull the trigger. The first bullet is Emuna. Step two is washing the hands. Rab Zal explains in the beginning of Likut Yalachas, water is meime hadas. Washing the hands, netila sedaim, is connecting to das. Then a person has to relieve themselves. A person has to go to the bathroom. There's klipois, there's, we're acknowledging, we recognize that there was a shvira sakelim. There's klipois, tuma. You have to address that. You have to get rid of them. If you try to start davening or learning or without getting rid of them, they will pound, they'll destroy your learning and your davening are going to be messed up. So the halacha, this union of halacha together with Kabbalah is giving us direction. <coughs> then, Davin Shachris. Then, after Shachris, it says, go to the base medrash, learn, learn something. And then it says, before you go to the base medrash, eat Pashachris, because there are 83 sicknesses. There's sicknesses in the world, and you want a protection, you want to protect yourself. And Pashachris is a shmir of the Torah is guiding us every step of the way this shiluv of emuna and das. By following the halacha, that's one way of doing this. And, and you're right, it sounds that as if we have to work mainly on emuna. Rav Nosanzal said that in the beginning. Kol mitzvah secho emuna. 
that between the two, this is the more critical one. I believe it's in this week's Parsha, in Parsha Shemois, in the Baal Shem Toiv the commentary of the Baal Shem Toiv he brings there that we know that there's an intellectual, there's the intellectual, Rabbeinu told, told the story of the Chacham, the sophisticate, and the simpleton. <clears throat> simpleton, sophisticate is Das, simpleton is Emuna. And, and this, the, the, the sophisticate called the Tam an idiot, a fool, a fool. He said, when the Tam said to, said to him, you're suffering so much with all your sophistication, I wish you could be like me. He said, be like you? I could easily be like you if I lose my mind, if I become stupid, if I become, if I'm, a, if I'm foolish, I'm like you. So the Baal Shem Tov said, there's a posik, pesi yamen l'chol dover. A fool believes everything. And, and therefore, that's one of the reasons why there are many people that are allergic to emuna. They think emuna is for people who can't make it in the real world of religion. That real religion is learning Torah. Is Torah, Torah, Torah. Emuna is for girls or for, again, people who can't make it in the religious world. That They have emuna. But, but the Baal Shem Tov said, but there's a, another passage that says, Shoimer Psoyim Hashem. That Hashem watches over the fools. These fools, these people who, who realize how important emuna is, and they always put the emuna before the das, and they know that between the two, the emuna is more important, because das, sometimes I have to use it, sometimes I have to put it away. Emuna, I'm not putting away any time. When I'm sleeping, I have emuna, and when I'm learning, I have emuna. All, all the time, that's a constant. That's the, the, the complete constant. Those people have a special protection from Hashem. This Shoimer Psoyim Hashem. Back inside. Ki ish ve isho heimbechinas das ve Because as we saw earlier, men and women are the concept of das and emuna. Viafal pisha beklolius ho'olomois even though in Kabbalah, when we speak about all of the worlds, Klal Yisrael, Heim Bechina Semuna, the Jewish nation is referred to as Emuna. Sheheim Bechinas Knesses Yisrael. We are called Knesses Yisrael, and in the Zohar Kodesh, it speaks about the union between Kuchibarichu and Knesses Yisrael, the union between Chachma and Malchus, the union between Das and Emuna. So even though on a certain level sometimes the entire Klal Yisrael is called Emuna, Shehem Afalpikein Zeyodua, despite that, there's a known rule in Kabbalah, in Hasidus, Shekol Bechina Klula Mikol HaBechinois, that every type has all types inside of it. Vialkein, and therefore, Beknesis Yisrael Biatzmon, in the Jewish nation itself, and in the Malchus, in the Shekhinah, Shehem Bechinas Emuna, Yesh Bohem Seichel Ve'emuna. There's the aspect of Seichel and the aspect of Emuna. Shehu Bechinas Ish Ve'isha, which are male and female. Ukeshem Esoyren Hadam Nida is Chashon. And when there's a, when the Dam Nida is becoming strong, Shehem HaKfirois, which is denial of Hashem, that's the tomb of the snake, Oz Nemar, then the Pasuk warns, the El Isha, Benidas Tomosa, Loisikrav, to the woman when she's in this state of Nida, do not approach her. So that her Dam Nida won't overpower the man who is the Das. And both of them will become damaged completely. And denial of Hashem will take over. As the Pesach says, He's not going to solve her nida. She's going to destroy him. And they're, and they're both going to get destroyed in the process. A person will say, no, 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 I'll pour, I have water. I have water and the water is too cold. I'll pour fire on the water. I'll pour fire, I'll, I'll use a, a, 
a, a flamethrower. I'll use a, one of these uh, things that you light candles, a torch. I'm a, yeah? Is that going to warm up the water? You have to know how to do it. You have to know exactly when and how to do it. What kind of instrument to use when you want to warm up water? You have to put a metal, a piece of metal in that's attached to electricity that gets hot enough that the metal one, but actual fire, put it in water. What's, what's the water going to do? It's going to extinguish the fire. Very simple. I don't care if it's a torch. I don't care if it's ten torches. He needs because then when that damnida is in power, it's flowing, then the solution is for the das to stay away from the emuna. Then we have put, put aside our intellect completely and rely only on the emuna. Vezehu, this is what the Pasik says, Vehizartem es Bnei Yisrael. Separate the, the Jewish people. Shetzrichen lifroish somoch levesta. The Gemara says this teaches us that not only when the, the, the blood is flowing, but when a woman is expecting her period, when she's expecting that flow, already the man has to distance himself. Not only when she's actually Nida, does he have to separate from her? But even when it's approaching the time when she would normally see that flow, he has to separate. Which tells us, that the moment a person is starting to feel that the wrong kind of questions are coming into their mind about Hashem, they're reading a book is, which is putting doubts about Hashem in their mind. A person has to know from that, that moment immediately, it's forbidden to apply their intellect. But rather to rely only on emunah. We'll hold it over here. Any questions, please? Wishing everybody a wonderful day. We should be zeichet to emuna and das in a good, healthy way. And, and to, to see the final union between Hashem and the Shechina with the coming of Moshiach. The Gula Shleim of Amen. 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 Amen.